Till Death stars Megan Fox, directed by S.K. Dale. And it's on Netflix at the moment. I urge you to watch this movie. Maybe even watch it twice. I know some people have said it's watchable once, but there's a lot more to... Maybe I watched it more than once just so I could just get a little bit more of a, a background to talk to you about certain things that I enjoy and saw and, and uh, loved or disliked or whatever. I just think it's definitely worth the watch because Megan Fox has been in movies that have sort of depicted her a certain way Maybe she's behaved a certain way in her private life that sort of flowed into screen and it's affected her ability to be um, uh, somewhere else other than that sexualized girl that they've made her out to be. Jennifer's body was fucking brilliant. This movie is is just as good. Different kind of, you know, uh, theme to it, but it's got a bit of, it's got horror thriller attached to this one and i got to say, S.K. Dale did an amazing job, uh, not only just as a directorial debut of a feature-length film, that's fucking good in itself for him to take on something with someone like Megan Fox and only put like five characters in the movie and only one you really care about. So he did really well to do that. But not only that, it's one of those on, your, on the edge of your seat, single location, single day... Um, events that is really hard for script writers to do and then directors to uh, throw their, their their touch onto it you know it's it's like I say I'll break it down it's filmed on it's filmed in the set it's not location it's filmed in Millennium Studios which is in Europe somewhere I've, I could find out but I don't want to get it wrong so it's state-of-the-art and if you look at this the way it's filmed you'll see that it's all snow, it's in a cabin, middle of nowhere, but this is all inside a warehouse, a big-ass warehouse with high-tech gear. Okay, first thing, that's that. Second thing is that it's in a cabin mostly, so what you got to do, you got to throw so much shit in there to keep your viewers, us, interested, hungry to keep watching. You've got to give the protagonist which is Megan Fox, enough things to overcome and manage to find ways to survive while being in a house that has absolutely nothing there and also an antagonist. You've got to give them ways to mess with the protagonist, ways to kill, hurt or scare and then ultimately throwing those feelings at us as well and making us believe that they're really in this tight situation. I think Panic Room really does it well. Gerald's Games in there as, as one. Um, you know, you really, it really hinges on the actors to do their thing. Now, there's one other person that no one, men uh, no one really mentions and it's the co-worker, a.k.a. the stuntman. That's something I'll mention soon. So let's reverse back a little bit. Till Death stars Megan Fox and she's married to a powerful man who's a lawyer or, or yeah, lawyer. And um, she's been cheating on him because you see that at the start of the movie. It's their anniversary coming up. So she ditches the guy she's sleeping with because she wants to try and, I guess, rekindle something. 
But her husband has the same idea and he surprises her with a trip to the lake house for their anniversary night where he dabbles in the romantic life and tries to bring forth um, a new road for their marriage as you think that's what he's going to do. It's set and beautifully. But shit gets pear-shaped real quick. She wakes up in the morning, handcuffed to her husband. This is not a spoiler. It's pretty much the detailed fucking poster for the movie. So you didn't, you don't see that. You then you probably shouldn't watch the movie. She's handcuffed to her husband, and her husband's still alive on the bed. And she's asked, "What the fuck is this?" The handcuff strapped to her, handcuff strapped to him. A couple of words are exchanged, and then he turns to her and says, "It's time to wake up." Puts a six-shooter to his head, blows a fucking meaty chunk out the side, all over the wall, all over her face, all over the bed sheets, and then just falls into her lap. And the makeup artist did an amazing job on the stuntman. Um, this, this chunk at the side of his head is, is awesome because you see it a lot. And she is strapped to this guy, and he's a stunt coordinator playing dead getting dragged around by Megan Fox throughout the entire movie, which I'm not sure how long it took, but she mentioned in an interview that about 13 hours into dragging him around through various scenes, it was getting a little bit tough, you know, that kind of stuff. So I'm like, fuck, I forgot about that. I mean, you know, it could have just been a fake body made a little bit like lighter, but no, no, they needed it to be real because what you want out of this film you you actually get if you want the sounds the the heavy noises the i don't know that sort of like that fatty tacky skin sound when it's touching the floor and it's flopped around and it's got blood all over it you can just sort of hear it all the sounds are very vivid and colorful too so there you go so now there's a lot of twists and turns not a, not a lot of twists and turns but this movie trusts you enough with the little information that you have at the start for both of them, it trusts you enough to be invested so that you would enjoy the first part of the film for what it is and then you'd slowly be told certain things about her past and you put two and two together. It's not really that deep. It's actually quite simple. It's just the complexity of the direction and the acting and the realistic side of the, the, stunt, coordinate, the stunt body on the ground that really gives it that complex nature. But the story is pretty simple, you know. Um, this might be a spoiler, but her husband kills himself because he did something fucking wrong in business and he's apparently going to go to jail anyway. So something that happened in the past to Megan Fox, um, to her character, and the guy that did the work to her is getting out of jail and is coming for her, but because her husband had set it up that once he's dead, these guys would come in and basically get the shit out of the vault that's in this cabin by means of hurting his ex-wife, who ironically hurt him by cheating. You know, So two things. He, she's not an angel in this movie. She's not at all a good girl. She's, she's a cheater. And the husband is not at all good either. So you don't – it's not that cliche movie where someone's really innocent and someone just happens to break in their house and they're just 
terrorizing and scaring him and then the hero pulls through at the end megan fox is not a hero in this movie she's literally just paying for her sin i guess you could say at the hands of her husband and ironically she's got to drag her ex-dead husband around dead weight as punishment for her uh infidelity or adultery one of the words i'm not i'm not sure but just for her thing of cheating you know so it's got a bit of dark comedy to it if you can see that dark comedy i could see the dark comedy i thought it's pretty funny you know fuck imagine that cheating on your husband your marriage gone to shit and he even knows about it so he blows his head off handcuffs himself to you and removes everything from the house that you could possibly survive with just to prove a point that's fucking madness but it's good narrative it's good for story it's thick and hearty context to this talk that I'm doing. It's really, you really see it, you know. Another another couple of things that I really want you to pick out if you don't already pick it out when you watch it is just how SK Dale positions himself with the lens, uh, with the lighting structures that he used. Reflective surfaces are amazing. There's not a, there's not, not a, not a second that goes by in this movie where I wasn't just blown away by what I'm seeing about how lit up the hallway is or about how the candles look or the dining, the restaurant, even the bathroom at the, at the start of the movie that they're in has got some glowing frosty lights that rebound off certain surfaces and that makes Megan Fox's eyes and her skin and everything just look fucking amazing. Even the guys in the movie too, you know, their suits sort of shine, the, the guy that she's sleeping with, which you'll find out a bit about him later. Even he looks good with the lighting. It's kind of dulling, um, but warm, cozy kind of lighting. And you definitely need that, especially if you're going to wine and dine your, your wife the night before you blow your head out. You really want to set the scene for people that the flowers on the floor, the candles, the everything the music it's all really there for you to just touch and just be like yes i am in i am invested and i'm gonna watch that really works for me movies that are a bit chaotic and a little bit flip screen a little bit i guess you could just say like an action movie that they do 20 takes when someone jumps over a fence it's annoying because when you really notice how many times the camera angle is changing it sort of can piss you off but as far as this goes it's all slow pans the pan wide it's all it's all sort of slow left to right panning overhead diagonal shots and every time there's a light there's normally a reflective surface catching the lights um reflection to give you everything it's beautiful it's fucking amazing even outside's amazing once you find out that this is filmed in a studio you can't really tell it is uh, except the fact you don't really see mountains in the distance and stuff like that but it is heavy snow it really deserves a watch and that's why i'm concerned about movies like this because they're not oscar movies but they're definitely movies that need to be big noted when it comes to megan fox breaking back out on screen and doing something that's completely different to what she'd normally do even though she really does like the horror genre um there's a scene at the end of the movie which she talks about in an interview which I found really fascinating that she went through all of that. Uh, the, the one thing I do pick, but it's not at all, it's just criticism for sake of criticism. You know, It doesn't bug me at all. 
but just just to say that it is a super duper cold place where they're at and some of the scenes that she's in she's not as she's not as cold as what you think she would be her skin is very very warm and of course she's not really got any vapor coming out of her mouth when she's breathing some scenes she does others she doesn't and that's sort of like a that's about it for me you could probably pick out a couple other things but you know why i i just i love this movie i don't normally but if you're that type of like i don't normally panic room was enough for me that was a bit darker i mean it was pretty the guy that the antagonist in that movie was real fucking evil even though it didn't he didn't start out to be the antagonist jared leto was supposed to be an antagonist and then of course it evolves into um the other dude raul i think his name was in this particular film the antagonist is our australian boy um callan mulvey who was in batman superman i think he was in avengers a couple of times and obviously home and away stars as johnny so he's the typical villainous type guy uh who has the story that mashes up with um megan fox's uh story so that, that that's cool but as i said there's only five people it's real quick it's only an hour and 23 minutes i think you'll get a lot you'll get everything you need out of it and you'll just you'll just be at the end of it just going you know what i enjoyed that thank you for thank you for the effort and thank you for giving us something a little bit different uh gerald's game is fairly similar in terms of the fact that she's chained to the bed that's probably the only thing and she's secluded and there's a dead dude there but uh that one's more i think that's more mental this one's more of a physical challenge of dragging a body around and trying to do things and if you ever this if you guys if someone picks at the t-shirt part when she's takes her husband's button up long sleeve shirt and puts it on herself and you pick it and go you're cuffed to him there's no way you could do it take a closer look at the shirt it's fucking inside out so there I read some trivia where someone said it's basically impossible to do. I'm like, well, no, she's handcuffed to his arm. So she basically just wears the shirt inside out. I'm like, it's a fucking no-brainer. So, boom. T-shirt, button-up, myth-busted, whatever. That's what I say. <laughs> oh, man, I had fun with this film anyway. It's real. It's, as I said, you notice the beauty. You notice the great acting. You notice the awesome direction, real fresh direction. Um, the, the use of the studio is really cool and the storyline gave us enough it made your heart beat enough to keep you watching all the way to the end and i think that's just what they needed to do and they did it of course so anyway have a listen guys i'll put it up uh, later on tonight when i get home um, check it out on spotify apple cast uh, google play although not google play google cast and you know what just watch the bloody movie for me would you get chaotic and as always, thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. I'll chat to you later. Bye-bye.